Welcome, guys, to our third show. Uh, we're here with the squad today at the bowling alley. It's me, Gabe, and we have our guest, Dominican Chris, today. How y'all doing? All right, what's up, man? What's up? Chilling, chilling? I'm good, man. Yeah. I can hear him. Yeah. yeah. I can hear him. Yeah, I can hear him. Right? Yeah. How, was, how was some of the bowling? How you like bowling's good? Bowling's good. Bowling's fun. Yeah, right? We winning right now, so it's really good. Yeah, right, right? They said uh, shots for the winning team, correct? That's the rumor. I don't know. Uh, I'm still I, waiting to see. We'll I see feel, what happens. Yeah, I feel bad for Gabe. Gabe's unfortunately not on our team right now, so it's just us. He will be buying. He will he, be reaching in the wallet. Don't worry. Seriously, man. So, yeah, man, uh, I have to admit, yo, uh, like, I look up to you crazy. I first saw you in line of sight. And I was like, yo, who's that dude killing it in the streets? And I was like, yo, when I get to race, like, I want to kill it like him. Uh, what got you into, like, uh, bikes and more specifically racing? Respect, man, respect. Yeah, of um, course. Well, my uncle was the first person who got me into cycling. My uncle moved here in, like, the late 80s, and he just became a cyclist. But, like, from New York, he always liked cycli cycling. He had a bike shop in, like, uh, 107, 108th Street and Broadway that he managed, and then he got his own shop, Champion Bikes on 104th in Amsterdam, and I was just always in there, I was just like, hey, I want a bike. So he sold me his bike, he sold me his road bike, and I was just riding around Central Park, not doing any races. And then um, I was working as a mover at the time, and we all got laid off because we lost a big contract. We worked for uh, Bloomberg, and the Bloomberg buildings. So they laid like 50 guys off and I just, there weren't any jobs. So I just collected unemployment for six months. But then when that, yeah, yeah, yeah. when that, you know, pay the uh, unemployment wore off, um, I needed a job. So I, you know, I always saw people riding their bikes in the city. You know, I didn't know what the hell they were doing. I knew they were bike messengers and I was just like, I want to do that. I didn't know any bike messengers at the time. Okay. I, didn't know anybody so I was yeah. just like I told my uncle I was like hey can you build me a bike so he built me this steel Schwinn single speed two brakes bullhorns um, frame was a little bit too big for me so the seat was kind of like the seat post kind of slam okay but um, that was my first frame and I just like you know got my bike yeah. went to breakaway and said I need a job they, you know they did the test whatever I sucked the first day like anybody <laughs> else yeah. You know, I got yelled at by my dispatcher, but then after that, like three weeks in, I was good. I was doing, I went from doing like 12 to 13 jobs a day, which was low back then, to doing like 25, 30 jobs a day. So dispatchers loved me. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, I just, you know, kept meeting people or whatever. I started in 2005, the same year that the world started. Yeah. Had no idea about the world, no idea about alley cat racing, none of that. Yeah. So I didn't know. I was fresh out the boat as you can say and um, I was on one day I was riding down 5th Avenue and I was stuck at the light on 42nd Street and this guy Ken Stanek gave me a flyer for Halloween race I think it's me Halloween race and I was just like yo what's this he's like yo just show up bring your bike bring a bag bring a lock just show up and I was like I showed up to the race there's all these people there on a Saturday I was just like what are these messengers doing on a Saturday? So showed up on a Saturday, and they gave me a manifest, three, two, one, go. The rest it is history. Went, That's right? it. Yeah. Is, is it your turn to bowl now? It is. All right, get your We'll be right back. Intermission break. Yeah, Intermission. Right. Get your bowling. Right. That's what happens when you uh, 
Yeah, when you out here on the show. We out here on the show. Yo, Dominican Chris just got a strike in his temp. Yeah. In front of it, like, he ain't even care. He about to get another. Oh, shit. Didn't even know that he had another roll. Oh, just a. Close, but no cigar, man, man. So, Chris, you were telling me uh, you started 05? Yeah, 2005, Halloween race, 2005, wow, October. going to be 11 first years? Race. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be, this is going to be my 11th year once it reaches October. So, I'm on my 10th year. How long, uh, uh, you, said you, on, you said you were on the Schwinn, right? How long before you got a track bike? What was your first track bike? So, funny story. So, I raced Monster Track 2006. I still had my Schwinn. Yeah. I raced Monster Track with the Schwinn, yeah. but I didn't have a fixed wheel. So at the time, I was working for New York Minute, and I was working with Squid. Okay. Me and Squid were on uh, New York Minute, and I asked him for a wheel. I was like, hey, can you bring a wheel in you know. so I can ride? Yeah. He brought a wheel in that Thursday of Monster Track was Saturday. So he brought a fixed wheel. I had no idea how to stop. Yeah. No idea how to stop. So I put it on that Thursday. It happened to be a little snow and a little bit of ice. At the time, I was staying in my friend's house in the projects on 18th Street, so they have a parking lot. Yeah. So it was ice. So I went downstairs after work and practiced how to skid on the ice. Oh, shit. I got patches. Like, yeah. I tried to skid on top of the patches. And like I got, I got it a little bit, but you're not going to learn how to skid in two days. Yeah. But I still had a front brake on. So I worked with a fixed wheel on Friday. And Saturday was Monster Track. So I showed up, start with 125th and 5th Avenue. Everybody was there. Yeah. Alfredo, Felipe, Squid, all the out of town big hitters came down. The dudes from Philly, dudes from yeah. San Francisco, everybody came out. How was it feeling like the new new blood on the on the scene? I I, I had no feeling. It was yeah. like I was just overwhelmed with all these yeah. people. So all I was trying to do is basically finish the race. Okay. So all I was trying to do is finish the race. So race starts. Everybody goes. Alfredo, you know, later I found out that he was gone. Him, yeah. Austin, with Lucas, they were gone. Okay. You know, that was, a, that was the front of the race. Felipe was chasing, he was in third. So I was mid-pack, and I was cruising. It was Fifth Avenue all the way down to 23rd, so it was the first stop. Oh, shit. I was mid-pack. I saw a video of myself later on, and I saw this guy, Masamba, who used to work for New York Minute as well. He finished, like, top 20. And I was riding with him the whole time down Fifth Avenue, like, you know, keep not pace. stopping. Just keep yeah. slowing it down with the legs, not knowing yeah. how to stop. Because yeah. I took off that break that morning. I was with Dan Chavanoff. And we rode and we uh, re- we rode up together from uh from Chelsea. Okay. And I took the break off that morning. So I, that was my first time riding fix was that Saturday of Monster Track. Jeez. So the race started 23rd Street. I was good. I was... Top 20, top 25 at the worst. Yeah. At the start of that race. Wow. First race ever. Hitting, hit the last checkpoint downtown. I forget exactly where it was. Riding down St. James, riding up St. James to go to Williamsburg Bridge to go to Old King Cog on Hope Street. Um, we're going up St. James. St. James is a two-way street. There's a double-decker bus. Yeah. I had the red light, but there was a car in front of the double-decker bus. Puerto Rican lady, this Puerto Rican lady jumped in front of me. Oh shit! And nothing I could do about it. Yeah. Even even right now, if that situation was to happen right now, maybe I could have like reacted quicker. But there's no way of stopping. So yeah. I hit her full speed, 20 miles an hour. Oh, Boom! Gosh. 
front wheel was gone. She was on the ground. I was on the ground. She was all right. I made sure that she was fine. Yeah. My front wheel, like I said, it was so crooked, so out of true, that I couldn't couldn't ride. So what I did was I carried my bike from St. James over the Williamsburg Bridge, hit King Cog, and then went to the finish at Rockstar Bar and finished 116. Wow. So I finished Monster Track yeah. 2006. Yeah, I finished Monster Track 2006. Yeah, I was like, I'm yeah, finishing right. this race. So I finished carrying my bike. Yeah. I walked the whole way. I finished. So that's, that was my first Monster Track experience. That's lit. Yeah, yeah, that's definitely lit. That's some, that's some, that's some, that's some real shit. That's some real shit. Um, how have you been? Have you like how have your recent Monster Track experiences been? Not like since you've been seasoned, you've been in the game a little bit more. You know, you you're not the new guy. You're you're like the guy yeah. that you saw when you first went in. You were like, exactly. oh shit. You know, so people are looking at you like, yo, that's Dominican Chris. That's fucking Boba. That you're you're with those guys. Like you're in that rank. Yeah, I mean, when I first started Alley Carries, I had no idea that this was 10 years, 11 years later, this is going to be, you know, I was going to be where I was at. Like, I looked up to those guys. I looked up to the, the Squids, the Felipe, Felipe the King. You know, I looked up to those guys. I respected those guys. Like, those are the guys. There was no posters of them, but, like, I had a mental poster on my wall that those were the guys. So, I mean... I don't know. I mean, it, it feels it feels good. I, I still don't believe it. Like, you know, like when I show up to a race, it's like, oh, shit, Chris is here. You know, people get mad. They're like, oh, I thought I was going to win today, but I got to beat Chris. Like, that's, that's a good that, feeling. That happens. That's a good feeling. Um, but, I mean, Monster Track, recently, to tell you the truth, Monster Track has been weird. Monster Track has been kind of really disorganized lately. Uh, this year especially, there's been a lot of, you know, speculation that people cheat purposely they know inside that the that the person who organizes knows what's going on and gives people that he knows the manifest and like the inside and yeah. that is not the case yeah that's the rumor yeah what happens is things leak things reach people that weren't supposed to and it spreads and that's not anybody's fault that's just shit that happens it's just with the game that happen. like, it's, yeah. it's human nature so, in all of Victor's respect, yeah, he was late to start the race and everything, but he didn't leak anything. Things just leaked on themselves. People, you know, found a way to get the manifest on their phones by taking a photo. People found a way by knowing about the lotto tickets. People found a way about a lot of things. And then people accused me, like, oh, you knew all along. I didn't know anything. You know, like, I, I just... There was more. There's people that knew about the manifest and the lotto tickets before I knew, and when I found out about the lotto tickets, it was five minutes before the race started when we all had our bikes laid down, and I didn't know anything about the. Uh, uh, I didn't know anything about the man. The, the manifest itself. Yeah. Like yep. if you look at my Strava, you see that I go uptown to the city. I skip Avenue C because I was just thinking on a whim, and when I hit. Go, come back downtown on Park Avenue I realized that I skipped Avenue C he was like yo we gotta reroute and I hit Avenue C Tuesday Tuesday yeah he out Carlos nah night. there's another fucking frame stop lying there's another frame guys he's lying there's another frame guys he's lying but he's we're waiting but uh back to the interview nah but yeah that's unfortunate with the whole 
uh, people trying to insinuate that other people are cheating and like all this other fuck shit. Uh, how do you, how do you feel, being in, being in it for so long and like being in Mad Monster Tracks for like, in a sense like kind of new guys come in and be like, oh well, nah, you're cheating. Like, and you're like, yo, this is your second race, bro. This is my tenth. You know what I mean? Like, how do you? How does that make you feel like somebody coming in with that bullshit? Well, it's super disrespectful to begin with. You being two years in the game and you think things have to, you know, things are handed to you in a sense because of the fact that when I was two years in the game, I never ran my mouth like that. I never took to the internet to talk shit. If I talked shit to somebody, it was to somebody's face. I called them out personally. And, you know, it wasn't on that internet talk. And, like, I had to, like, rally people on the internet to go against somebody. Like, I put in work. When I was seasoned and I was like three, four years into alley cat racing, I knew that people were cheating. I knew people got accused. I didn't know exactly how they were doing it, but later on I found out how they did it. And you saw the Lucas Brunel videos. They give you a little clue if you pay attention. And then you heard, after the races, you heard stories from other people like, yo, this person just disappeared. We were with him. Like, we were together. We went to this checkpoint, and all of a sudden he was gone. I'm not going to name names. That's not why I'm here. I'm just saying that people have been known to cheating have finished ahead of me in Monster Track. And what did I do at the end of the race? It's proof. There's video proof. Lucas Brunel has video proof. There's also checkpoint people have told me afterwards, like, yo, this person never came here. And I know that, but what am I going to do? But it is what it is. It says the race ended. It's over. It's got to come back next year and, you know, try harder. And it's a street race. At the end of the day, street it's race. a street race. We're but in the streets. I will say this. I will say this to clarify. I have never cheated to win a monster track. All three of those victories have been clean. Respect. I have never cheated Respect. to win a monster track. Respect. And you can call me out all you want Respect. on Facebook, but you Respect. won't call me out to my face. <laughs> Respect. You know who I'm talking about. Respect. Yeah. We don't have to say names, guys. You kind of blew yourself No names up. here. You know who I'm we talking about. I don't shit. have to say names. If you're saying niggas' names and they're on Facebook, we know who you are. So it's like... We don't have to say shit. If you listen to this interview, you know who I'm talking about. That's it. I don't have to say names. They're definitely going to listen. They're going to know who they're talking about. Um, but uh, you get uh, bags, right, when you win the monster track? What's, like, uh, your favorite bag, the most memorable bag? Yeah, so they started doing, uh, I don't know if it was my first year. I, th I think it was. I think it was 2005. Monster Drag was the first one they did a bag. Reload did a bag. Yeah. And Alfredo won that one. 2006, Alfredo won again, which was the first year that I had to witness it. So I was just like, when he won, I was just like, I want that bag. Yeah. And I was friends with this kid. I am friends with this kid named Jeff O'Neill, who lives in Minneapolis, who's from Philly, where Reload is based out of. Shouts so to Philly Alley Cats would always have a Reload bag, and Jeff yeah. had a ton of them. Yeah. And I seen Jeff's bags, and then when Jeff would come out, he would always have a custom race bag. And I was yeah. like, I want one of those. Yeah. Like, one of these days, I'm going to get one. And Monster Strike 2009 was the first one, and it was a backpack, which I didn't really like. I like sling bags better. And I won that one. So that's not my favorite one. It's, it's memorable because it's, like, my first, but that's not my favorite. Funny story. 2011, I won Monster Strike again. The bag got stolen. So... We talked to Reload and had another bag made that I basically designed. It has like the King Kong and the Empire State Building. I was just gonna ask, and that's yeah. probably my favorite, my favorite prize and they, bag. They initialed your name this time, right? And they initialed my name because like it was custom. It was afterwards, like okay. the bag, the original bag was never found. It okay. just says Monster Track, 2000, uh, Monster Track, 12 on it, yeah. and it's black, green, and yellow bag. I've never seen it after yeah. the awards after yeah. that night. 
But that's probably my favorite reload is the there's the replacement bag from Monster Jack from 2011. Okay. Now, when you're racing, how do you feel uh, when people try to like group up and pack up and like either follow you or like there's just they're not working for it other than they're just following you know how do you feel about it that? comes to the territory like i get it like you're gonna follow like the fastest guy or the guy who knows where they're going or like the guy who's most probably gonna win so i get it i don't like it because yeah. i feel like you're not working like when i first started like i was just like i didn't want to follow anybody i was like i have my google friends that like i did it you know we did it on ourselves and like out of routing so yeah. i feel like I did my homework. I have the 10 year experience, like, you know, messaging and racing that, like, I know where I'm going so I don't have to look at a map, yeah, look yeah. at addresses. So it's like, I put in the work, you should put in the work too. Exactly. So when it happens, it depends on who it is yeah. that I care a little bit about, but I'd rather not be with anybody. I'd rather yeah. be with, like, one person or solo. Yeah, because it gets scary, right? Well, it gets scary because a lot of people, like, a lot of people nowadays don't know how to ride. Like, I always, yeah, I'm, like I'm, I will tell you if you're doing something wrong when you're riding. You can contest this. Like I've yelled yeah. at you before yeah. when we're riding, and like just people don't know how to ride. If I'm not comfortable riding with somebody, I'm not about to get into an accident yeah. because the fact that you don't know how to ride. You know what I'm saying? And um, it takes you know it takes a year, two years right. that uh, you know to build that I guess comfort with each other when you're yeah. racing with somebody. Yeah. So, I personally don't like it. Yeah. You know, I'd rather people like ride by themselves. I would like to ride by myself if I could, or like, with, like I said, with one other person. Right. Or like people that I'm comfortable with. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. All right. Lone cool. Wolf. That's dope. Uh, now with so many heavy hitters showing up to an alley cat, that's a lot of competition. Has there ever been like any confrontations or anything like? between the top riders like have you ever gotten into yeah. arguments or anything yeah arguments yeah. fist fights you name it yeah yeah fist have you guys seen the video for rumble through the bronx 2008 2009 at the end you in austin did you see what happened with the sketch i mean yeah. that was one i was actually gonna um, bring that up yeah alfred 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 felipe you know getting into conversations with each other they're good friends they get a conversation yeah. with each other um I mean, Austin's been in a couple. I've been in a couple. Me and Cooper also. I've also in the A to B race that they threw. The me and Cooper, race. yeah. Hiromi yeah. threw a race. Me and Cooper. Uh, I mean, yeah. I mean, it just happens. You know, yeah. people get competitive. They want to win. Some sometimes things happen. Greg used to race. He doesn't race anymore. He races road bikes now. Okay. But Greg used to race, and he crashed. Like, he didn't crash me out, but he crashed into me twice, two alley cats, and I was just like, "Yo, what are you doing?" Yeah. Like. I, I hardly crashed, like, yeah, you know. Yeah. Knock on wood. Knock yeah, on wood. I hardly crashed. Sure. So it's yeah. like when something happens, it's either, like, somebody else's fault or it's my fault. But it's like that's why I like riding by myself. Like, right. if I make a mistake, I made it. You know the fault's on you. Else. Exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, there's always, there's always controversies and, you know, people, accusations of people cheating and stuff like that. So you yell at people at the end of the race or whatever. You can't prove it, but... It happens. So, about the Rumble in the Bronx race, because I seen it. I actually just seen it today for the first time. And Jay showed me, and I was like, you know, he explained it to me, and I was like, oh, yeah, no doubt. Like, you know, I could, I pictured it. 
But when I seen it, I'm like, yo, nah, he really fucking tried to like, you know. Yeah, and, it was deliberate. And, and yeah, no, absolutely. And it, and the thing is, like, I get it, it's a competition, and it's a street race, and it's an alley cat, and whatever. But that, that was to the point where it was like, you know what, bro, we could both get hurt. Like, even he could have got hurt yeah. if he could have got caught with oh, you yeah, and dragged exactly. under. Like, yo, any. It could have been the worst situation. And it's like, bro, you can't get that mad to try to win, to hurt somebody. Even though it's a street race, I think that's a little uh, a little excessive. And it was crazy because I thought, I don't know Austin Horse personally. I met him like two or three times. And I seen his videos. And, you know, he looks like the, the most Nabisco, all around, ABC, Conjunction, Junction, yeah, white boy I've ever seen in my life. You know he's sponsored by Red Bull, so I mean, you know, it, it just adds with what, what what his what his image is. I believe so that when was I seen be- that. I was like, oh, that was before shit. Red Bull, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, okay. But I mean, I mean, it just it doesn't matter. But it yeah, doesn't matter. No, yeah, I mean, yeah, but yeah, Austin's a you know all around nice guy, nice yeah, person. Yeah. Like I didn't know him that well then. Like we always had conversation because like he was the top guy. Oh yeah. And I was like, you know, the top Behind guy. Him. Yeah, like right know, there. Like. So we would always battle back and forth. When he showed up, I was like, oh shit, like, like, <laughs> I have to beat Austin. You know, nice. I don't, I'm not sure if he thought the same thing when I showed up, you know, but that's what I thought. Like when Austin showed up, I was like, I have to beat Austin. Like this is the only person I'm worried about this race, you know? I'm pretty so, sure he felt it. I'm pretty sure he felt um, it. Yeah, when that happened, I was just like, I was shocked. I was shocked more than anything. It was me, Austin, JT, and JT was just like, he saw the whole thing. He was just like, that's one of the most stupidest things I've ever seen anybody do. I've never gone into a fist fight or like kicked anybody or punched anybody while I was riding in an alley cat on my bike. I've gotten close. I've gotten mad, but not like that. It's not, it's not worth risking shit like that and, you know, risking somebody else getting hurt. Like, I... My front wheel, my front wheel got lifted off the ground. I held on to the car, and if I didn't hold on, I would have just basically just like gone under, you know. And I was, I mean, you know, like it's a competition, it's a race. Yeah, it's serious, but it's like at the end of the day, are you gonna try to hurt somebody in order to win the race? Like, let's say if I would have gone down, I would have went to the end of that race with my U lock out, swinging at somebody's face. Yeah. Like, you're, you're threatening my life. I'm Seriously. not threatening yours. You're going you know? at least 30 miles an hour yeah. on the freeway. Yeah, 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 we were going, yeah, we were going 25, yeah. Gabe's so saying that it's I was really surprised that that happened. That's the only time something like that has ever happened while racing. Afterwards, some words exchange or whatever, and blah, 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 but nothing of that magnitude. Cisco just asked if uh, Chris put hands on. Uh, yeah, on we Austin. got into a little little tussle at the end of the race. As soon as he came in, because I came in first, he came in second or third, and yeah. I, there's the footage right there. Yeah, Stone Tone ends the footage. But yeah. the thing that also pissed me off, that added to the whole thing, that I was really mad at him for like a whole year, was why his argument and his defense that he was like, sketching is illegal. And I was just like... We've seen you sketch, buddy. Wait, hold on a second. But the funny thing is, a week or two weeks later, there was a BFF alley cat. Did I have a video for that, too? And you see Austin sketching. And I was just like, wait, hold on. But I thought sketching was illegal, so why are you doing it? If you can't beat him, join him. Yeah. Right? You know, and like that race was like, again, one and two. Austin won barely, and I came in second. But I was just like, wait... 
but if you can do oh, it, yeah, yeah. And, two you weeks know, ago, not yeah, even. yeah. Two weeks later, or a week uh, later. So yeah. I, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't really understand that whole thing. But whatever, I moved on from that. He's moved yeah. on from it. Yeah, I see you guys. You guys are yeah, we're cordial. good. We're working I mean, on the, we're organizing yeah. the next together. You know, oh, bygones yeah. be bygones. We're friends now, so we're grown men, man. You yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I can't hold grudges. Has that been your scariest moment to date during a race? Uh, no, I've... I shouldn't say scariest. I should be like, oh, shit moment. Like, oh, shit. I've gotten hit by cars, you know. Yeah. It's been a while. I got U-turned. U-turned into on 125th Street at one of... Uh, Haromi's races. Yeah. It was pretty bad, but I raced the next week. I worked and I raced the next or two weeks later, and I was fine. Yeah. Um, I've never been knocked out or anything by by a car, like you know. Fortunately, yeah. um, my scariest moment was non cat related. I was actually working. I was chasing my friend down Broadway, and I hit a truck. I hit a truck, I hit the gate behind a truck, truck, and I got 52 stitches. That was pretty scary, but I was... Yo, we got the crowd in the background, sorry but if you I was, can't pick I it up. I got 52 stitches, but I was fine, you know, I was fine. Okay. Yeah. Alright, cool, man, that's... Like, my my scariest moment is actually this past uh, Broadway bomb, where uh, I was going down 97 from Broadway, and I oh, couldn't yeah. stop. Fifty-one fifteen, like an idiot. I should have changed my ratio. I saw the I saw the footage. He was using my GoPro on that. I saw that. Yo, yeah. I was lucky enough to like football tackle it instead of going head on. I was yeah. able to like pick up the bike and shoulder it. But yo, I was fucking done. Knocked yeah. the wind out of me. So how yeah, it's Broadway bomb two years ago. What happened? Two years ago. Uh, last no, it was this past this past no, July fourth. When Cooper when Cooper got hurt was last year. No, nah, that was too because Cooper didn't do last year's race. Remember, we all met at Twin Donut. We always been at Twin Donut. Though. Well, it was, I mean, it was it was this year. But I've only yeah, because I've only done one Broadway bomb. I've oh, only okay. been right. three years in the in the racing you. community. Okay, yeah. I mean, I, I saw yeah. the footage for that. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. Yeah. Um, how long did it take you to like first get sponsored? How do you feel about sponsorships? I mean, sponsorship at Alley Cat Race in a weird. Um, yeah. I first got sponsored by Jeff from Continuum. He gave me my first bike, Shouts my first frame. And um, that was my first real sponsor. Then I got, you know, Giro, got a couple other little ones. I was sponsored by Kid Robot at the time. We had a team called Dope. Team Six. It's me, Pablo, Kim, Daga, Dan Chavanoff. Oh, that's a heavy lineup. And uh, this kid named Shizako, it was six of us. And we got sponsored by Kid Robot. We got all the gear. It was dope. Yeah. Um, but everybody, you know, has their own sponsors. Like, sponsors are cool. Like, they help you out when they can. If they're small, they don't have that much money, so they can't fly you out to, like, races or whatever. Yeah. They expect a lot out of you. I don't know. I mean, like, if you're not signing a contract, then it's like, I don't know. It's not like a real sponsor. because yeah. if you sign a contract, then it's like both sides know what they're getting. And... Yeah. You know, there's no, there's no hidden secrets. Yeah. So. Yeah, I kind of followed your footsteps. Uh, I wanted to go to Continuum because I knew you were there. I knew you had started out there. So I was like, oh, I knew Jeff from a bike mechanics class that I took. And 
he would like talk to me about you when I first got on the scene. And I was like, yeah, yeah, that's the dude from Line of Sight, like total like fanboy. Like, yeah, yeah, I'm a little embarrassed to say that shit, but you know, that's I'm gonna keep it real. I, mean, I respect yeah. you saying it and not saying it. Yeah. So that's you know, once he approached me after the uh, Bill Memorial race that Austin threw. Yeah, yeah. And that was when I. That's why I asked you, how do you feel about people following you? Because it was uh, below downtown, basically below Canal and like 14th. So I didn't know which way to go. So I'm yeah, like, yeah. Chris is here. Oh, I'm going to definitely try to stay on his wheel. And you definitely blessed me. Let me ride along with you. Mm-hmm. And then that was, you know, that's how I started over there. Um, currently, are you riding for Affinity at I'm the I'm currently Velo? riding for, yeah, Affinity for track, uh, yeah. for road. I'm doing Charian Code for road racing and then for cross. I don't know what I'm doing yet. But yeah, currently right now, Alley Cats and like anything track related, Infinity. All right, dope, dope. Now, you were with them before, right? Yeah, I was with Jason before, after Jeff actually, yeah. for like a year and change. And then we parted ways and I went to Heavy Pedal. Okay. And now I'm back with Jason. All right, that's dope. That's yeah. dope. Uh, what has been uh, your favorite frame from like Affinity? I like the casino frame when I had it. It was tight frame, tight geometry. Um, the new frame that I got is pretty dope. It's steel though. Steel rides a little bit different than aluminum. Yeah. I prefer aluminum. But um, yeah, I would have to say the casino. I've only had two frames by with okay. Affinity so All right, far. Dope. What's your? Uh, you say you do road, cross, track. What's your favorite type out of all of them? Cross. What, easily. Cross. Yeah. What makes you like? Like track, the velodrome is cool, but it's a little bit boring for me. Road is fun because if you get out to like the actual circuit road races with like 45, 50 miles, like in the mountains, and you do hills and stuff, yeah, that's a lot of fun. But cross is like cross is cross. Cross, cross is, where is it's like alley cat racing, but you're like riding on dirt, so you got all the handling that you need in traffic and yeah, yeah, it's you get it's to play dope. in mud, get dirty. Exactly. It's I heard the the cyclocross scenes actually like. Mad camaraderie, like everybody goes there, they know each Cy- other. Side crossing, we're taking a picture. Um, squat, squat. The next wave after Alley Cat, like all yeah. the you, all the people who used to race Alley Cats went to road racing and now they're doing cross. So Man. cross is like the new cool thing. And now crit, uh, fixed crit racing is you know blown up since like Red Hook or whatever. Right. And then now that's the the big thing too so like you know what has been your, yeah you've done red hook yeah i did i did the first i did the first 13 or 14 red hooks Ooh, from number one to number one in milan to number one in barcelona to the one in uh, navy yards i did yeah i did like 11 or 13 in a row do you have a most memorable one uh yeah the one i almost was close to winning when Dan won the first one, but we got crashed out by a lap rider. This is why we don't have lap riders. It was me and Al. We were riding. I was third and fourth wheel. We got lap, we got almost tangled up by a lap rider. Lucas Bruno was with us. He has it on footage. And um, okay, that one's pretty good. That's the first one that Dan won. The first time I went to Milan. I landed that Friday, and the race was Friday, and I got, I think, ninth. That was a pretty good one. Um, I don't know. I think that's it. That I've done well, at least. That I've, you know, had fun. I had fun in Milan two years ago. That was fun. 
I got like 44 for 45th or something okay. like that. But I like it felt good, you know, not not being in shape. I don't train like these guys. These guys are like these guys are cat out there one. training, right? Yeah, these guys are like cat one racers out there, like yeah. training every day. I don't train. Like I just go out and have fun. I ride, maybe and go over the bridge once a week, and yeah. that's my that's my training. And these look, to even come top hundred at that, and yeah. you don't train like that, it's. It's fucking remarkable, bro. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. I mean, you just gotta want it, you know. You gotta, yeah. your head's gotta be in it. That's that's what a lot of people lack, you know. They ha they have the fitness, but they lack the they lack the head. Yep. So now you've done a few projects on your own, like uh, Empire. Empire. How, yeah. How was how was filming Empire? Empire was great, man. It took a while. Empire yeah. took us like three years to complete four years wow. so we, you know wow. we put out dvds or whatever but um yeah, get yeah, your copy empire of empire hard. where you can can you get it online you can't get it online we've been meaning to do that yeah. luke was the one that like basically um he funded the whole thing the other guy who made it luke styles he's i mean without him there wouldn't be empire like okay. we basically he had a full-time nine to five salary job he was working for MTV at the time, and um, he funded the whole thing out of his pocket. Had the camera equipment, you know. We made it happen. We filmed together, edited, it. like you know. We premiered at BFF 2010 and sold out every single show that year, every city. I mean, it was great. Everybody, you know, everybody loved it. So yeah, I'm thinking about doing an Empire it. too. It's just hard. I don't, I don't have the time right now or the money. I'm trying to get sponsors to fly me out. So. Right, right. Yeah. All right, man. Um, so, yeah, anything else in the works? Like, anything soon? Uh, are you are you attending Red Hook this year? I really, really want to do Empire 2. I'm not doing the first Red Hook. I'm going to film the first okay. Red Hook. Uh, probably going to race Barcelona just because I love that city and I love the course in Barcelona. Okay. Uh, but I'm not going to do Red Hook 1. It's too much hype. Too many people. Take yeah. it too seriously. Yeah. The last thing I want to do is get hurt racing yeah. a fixed crit. I don't take fixed scripts seriously. I take Alley Cats more serious than fixed scripts. So. Yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I can't front. Last year I went, I got my daytime photo. Unfortunately, I couldn't get the nighttime photo, missed it by six yeah, seconds. Yeah, I mean, I was making fun of people for that. Like, I was yeah. like, yo, you go to Red Hook, you got the daytime photo for the qualifier, but where's the nighttime photo? Nah. You know, everybody posted their daytime photos. I was like, yo, but where's that nighttime photo? That's the real. When you yeah. got the nighttime photo. You got the nighttime now. photo. I'm not talking about second chance race. I'm talking about the big boy race. Yeah, we're not talking know. about the sunset photo. We're yeah, talking yeah, about, we're talking about under night, the lights. The twilight, the twilight yeah. photo. You know, word, word. Nightcap. And, yeah, for real. Yeah, I mean, that that race, I mean, the guys, I mean, you got ex-pros now racing, you know, Italians and French and all these guys that have race UCI Class A races yeah. that are racing these races. And, like, these guys are monsters. Like, how do yeah. you keep up, you know? These guys, this is what they do. Tuesday, man. Saying goodbye to one of our boys. Do you think they're actually going to make an amateur? Christian Axing. If they're gonna make it, if they're gonna split it up, either amateur. Uh, well, and pros. I've talked to Dave about it. I mean, I was one of the f first people that suggested there should be a women's race, and he was just like, "No, no way. There's not enough interest. I'm not gonna get more than 20 people." And the first one was 32 people, but now it's grown to like 70, 80, 90 women. You know, I was a f I was one of the people that like pushed it to Dave. I was like, "Dave, you gotta do a women's race. Like, you yeah. gotta do it." And, you know, he finally did, and now it's, you know, I mean, look at the women's race. Everybody looks forward to the women's racing. So I also told Dave to do 
uh, an amateur race. So his answer to that was not my idea, but his answer to that was a second chance race, so that more people can have a chance to race. Ten spots, you know, move on. But I told Dave that he should do a uh, U17 or U18 race. That's true. You know, I mean, there's guys that you know there'll be same thing as the women's race. You know, you have guys that are. That'll come out. That'll be you know 50 people at first, but I'm sure he can have 90 90 young kids out there yeah. racing. You know, U17, U18. I I told him that. So we'll see if it happens next year. It's not happening this year, but we'll see if it happens next year. Do you think he's reluctant because of the kid that got hurt? That, yes. Uh, I f I forget what his name was, but I know um, he was like 16. Yes, he uh, Josh. Uh, Hartman, I believe. Yeah, right? Yeah, right. I believe that's his last name. Yeah, he got seriously hurt. Um, I mean, it was very bad. And, I mean, that's why Navy Yards doesn't happen. was because of that. It happened at the Navy Yards. So, like, I mean, I, I mean, I know Dave. And after that, I mean, there, there was almost no more Red Hook after that race. Yeah. Like, that was a big thing. And, like, you know, Dave was... Dave was, like, you know, second-guessing himself. I mean, the course has changed dramatically. They made it more safe. Uh, there was more like strict like guideline followings, you know, because of it. Um, I think now, you know, coming into his ninth year, I think he's like now making the course more challenging because of the people who are racing. The racers have a more handle on you know racing a track bike, so I think he's going back to like the old courses where it's a little a little bit more difficult. To maneuver, he's a little bit more technical. He's not that worried about it anymore. So, which is good because like these guys are so strong from you know point A to point B, but can they handle a track bike? You know, can they handle the slowing down, the speeding up? You know, that like you know that people have, like somebody like let's say from Chaz. Chaz is not pro, but Chaz can finish top twenty in a Red Hook crit race because he has the handling a. He has the mentality of riding a track bike for so many years, and he also knows how to do the stop and go. And I don't mean skidding. I mean, like, being able to slow down, being able to coast. Yes, I said coasting on a track bike because you can coast on a track bike. And... Yeah, we got the squad. The squad's back there. And yeah, they didn't be win. Able to, be able to coast on this track bike and, like, you know, save your energy, essentially. Yeah. Shouts to Chaz, you know. I have yeah, my yeah, personal yeah. quarrels with him, but yeah, uh, of course. that's on a different story. Um, yeah. So, yeah, what, getting back into any any other projects that you might be in that might be coming out. Right now, like, I'm trying to work on, like, on a, a crit race. I wanted to, like, disclose that many details, but I'm talking to a couple of sponsors, a couple of people who Dope. are big into the crit scene and trying to do something, first race, probably do something overseas. Okay. Um... It's a little bit more, I'll say this, I won't give it a, like the whole idea, but it's a little bit more for for pride and not self-glory. So that's something I'm going to disclose out there, but that's 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 all I'm going to say about it. But besides that, I'm trying to work on Empire 2, like I said. Um, basically, ride my road bike more, race more road races. No, nothing, no special, like any special projects okay. per se. Do you you know, see? just keep the movement, alley yeah. cab movement and, like, street culture and all that stuff. So I can I can see you for the next few years, right? You're going to keep racing? I'm going to keep racing the next couple of years. Not that much like I used to in the past. Like, I used to show up to every single alley cab, like, you know, having a girlfriend, having, you know, a life and doing other, other shit. It's just, like, too much to, like, mm. do try to do every race or whatever. Mm. But 
I'm gonna keep racing. I'm trying to find ways to basically um, eliminate the cheating from alley cat racing, whether it's like skipping checkpoints, whether it's like, you know, signing your own manifest, turning in a ball of paper and people counting it, which is also bullshit. Like I've yeah. got, I lost places in Monster Track 2013 because of that. Um, and people finished behind me. They were nowhere in contention of the race. It's just like, basically, I don't, I don't even know. Anyways, yeah. um, I'm trying to work on like other ideas with like actual developers, people who like, who were messengers, who worked as developers to try to make it more, you know, try to basically line it up with the times like using your cell phone, pinpointing exactly where you are, like using Strava, um, and more uh, better ways to basically have your manifest quote unquote signed so you know that you were there without any you know if wins or buts or yeah. like yo you skip this checkpoint or whatever the strava yeah the strava kind of helps as well because yeah, strava you. is one of the key tools that i want to implement into all alley cat racing so it's like basically it's like a backup yeah if you have any questions just go to the strava right so, you know because if you didn't strava it didn't happen exactly right Cool, cool, man. Um, yeah, so that that pretty much wraps it up for now because the bowling alley's like coming to bowling a close. Bowling alley is a wrap. It's just yeah, the old people here, a couple yeah. of young people. Everybody's right? lit. I think they want us to get out soon. Everybody's lit. Everybody's, Everybody's lit. lit. Right? We had fun. We came out. We showed out. The guys we won. Our team won. Our yeah. team won. Hell yeah. Yeah, word. You got any shout outs? Any? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. We're looking for a rematch, so, Chris. You're welcome anytime. Shout out! I mean, shout out to everybody maybe out there. Maybe, maybe, the maybe, no maybe for a Tuesday. Yeah. Now you came to play. That's different. You got the open invitation, bro. Word. You're one of the Thank fans. you. Yeah, hell yeah. But, um, yeah. Shout outs! Everybody out there, you know, riding, riding, uh, messaging, riding bikes, not just track bikes, riding all kinds of bikes, keeping the alley cat culture movement going you know that's important to me like i love alley cat racing is my yeah. favorite type of racing in the world yeah. or my favorite type of competition uh, at this point in my life it's like you know i look forward to alley cat racing um yeah i mean just everybody you know riding bikes out there everybody having fun you know yeah. you don't need to have you know you don't need to ride a bike to have a friend uh you don't need let me let me say that again you didn't need to only have friends that ride bikes. There's other people out there. That's why I separate. I I think I'm separated from a lot of people. It's like I have a lot of friends who don't ride bikes. People like are so like quick to judge people who don't ride bikes. Just yeah. because they don't ride bikes doesn't mean they're not people. It's like exactly. they have different things going on. Not a, you know, people aren't obligated to ride bikes. Yeah. That's why I also don't like the people who hate on city bikes. It's like wait a second. There's people riding bikes. And there's more people on the street riding bikes, and that's the whole movement. You're advocating for people to ride bikes and less cars in the street, but then you hate the people on the city bikes. So I, I never understood that. I like the city bikes. I welcome yeah. the city bikes. I actually want to get an account. Okay. You know, so I welcome that. Shouts um, to city bikes, word. All the online beef. All the online beef, that shit us. is stupid. If you have something to say to somebody, say it to their face. Online beef is dumb. That yeah. shit is fucking corny. You're a fucking keyboard thug. Word, for real. You know I guess if you're not riding like a $1,200 track bike, you're not like, it, you're not important. Yeah, like, crazy. yo, you got a pure face, you got an Aventon, whatever. I mean, I'm not going to say anything because yeah. I know people who ride for those companies, but like, 
They're out there too. Like I started with a shitty ass bike. You yeah. know, I upgraded just like everybody else. You upgrade one thing at a time. Hell yeah. You're not gonna, you know, if if that kit comes out and nobody's ever seen it before and he has that decked out Chinelli with the arrow spokes, of course he's gonna make fun of because he has a hot bike. Yeah. But then that kid also who has the cheap Aventon bike with the cheap parts, he's also gonna make fun of. Yeah. So then, you know, who's safe out there? There's no win win right there's now. No, there's, yes, yeah. there's no win win. As long as you're riding a bike, what does it matter? Chris said, as long as you ride. You know it. what I'm saying? And not only like track bikes, single speed, road bikes. I yeah. can't wait to build like an alley cat road bike so I can come out here and destroy these kids. I only have my single speed and I only have yeah, my yeah, track yeah, bike. Yeah. So I can't yeah, wait to build that like must a. must have been a while ago because uh, that shit had the cables coming out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I had the Durace, like, oh, Durace, nice shit. speed, old group old. How old is this? Yeah, yeah. No, 2007? No, no. I had that bike since like 2010 and I oh, sold okay. it. Okay. I still have the Grupo at home, but I want to build like another like just alley cat specific road bike so All I right. can just destroy fools. All right, I can't. And people like, oh, Chris is cheating because he has a road bike. No, I have a bike. Have a There's bike. no rule that say you have to race an alley cat on a track bike. Yeah, unless that's, it's specifically that's a, like that's a huge misconception. You can race an alley cat unless specified with yeah. any bike that you want. Right. So. Now, we definitely got the cheat mess part covered. Uh, this is called Cat 6 Cheat Mess. I want to get you out of here on your uh, most memorable Cat 6 story. You got one? I mean, define Cat 6 for me real quick. Like, maybe somebody, like, you know when you get the locked eyes and somebody's looking at you, maybe you're on the bridge. Like trying to race? Yeah, like an oh, impromptu I mean, race. I don't, yeah. I don't, you know. I don't, I don't race yeah, people do. on the bridge anymore. I do not. I yeah, think that shit is corny. I let him go. I let him go, man. I'm too old for that. I don't like showing up to spot ah, sweaty for no reason. Unless it's something on the line. Unless it's something on the line, I don't do it anymore. I am not lying. I don't race people on the streets. I'll push for like a block or two and I'll like make them sweat a little bit, but I let them go. I give them the satisfaction. I'm like, I'm like, yeah, you will. Because I see them, they're like, they're racing uh, over there. They're looking back. It's like, yeah, I dropped them. Yeah, I'm just like, yo, I, I just let you go. I'm like, yeah, yeah. Not you're knowing, good, right? dude. You're good. I'm not yeah. chasing you down. But yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't race people like that anymore. That's uh, it. Right, I'm retired cool. from the Cat Six game. Where, right? There's nothing on the line. Nah, there's yeah. nothing on the line. Unless you're racing for money or something. Nah. Yeah, bag on the line and border bag, reload. What's up? Yeah, nah. right. We racing for pink slips. Yeah, That's we race for it. something. You got 20, 50 on the line. You know. But if it's nothing, I'm like, nah. Yo, Chris, thanks again. For Yo, thank you guys for Tuesday. having us. Bowling yeah. was great. You guys are all awesome. Thank you for thank the beers. Um, come back anytime. I yeah, had a blast. Man, my girlfriend's going to kill me, but whatever. Yeah, my girlfriend's also going to kill me. Uh, she's had dinner ready for a minute. So uh, we both in the same boat. Yo, shout out to girlfriends killing niggas. That's what. Yeah, right? Yo. Thank you guys. Thank you guys. No doubt, man. Can't wait to see you again. And remember, yeah. you have the open invitation whenever yeah. you want to come. Stay safe out there. Stay safe. All right, guys. That wraps up another one.